righty, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Room Podcast. I am your host, Taylor White. Uh, today, we're doing episode three of this podcast. And honestly, I'm very excited because the NBA Finals is done. It is over with. And now it's on to a new season, which is next year. Um, but we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, uh, especially just the results of the NBA Finals. You know, last episode on episode two, I said to you guys that whoever wins game five on Saturday was going to win game six. And that's what happened. You know, it's funny because seeing how Devin Booker played game five, I just couldn't believe that they lost that game. But going into the fourth quarter, Devin Booker, he just seemed... He just seemed like he was determined. He was ready to win. But everybody else was just so down because they were down by 12, 12, 13 points. And everybody else just just seemed so sluggish. You know, I'm watching that game on Saturday. And I'm just thinking to myself, damn, man, you know, it kind of reminded me of how LeBron felt after the first round this year. When that last game, he just looked defeated. He just he could just tell that he lost that game. He was going to lose that series. And. Not saying that the Suns saw that coming, but it was the beginning to the end for them. They needed game five. They needed to win that game in Phoenix. And Milwaukee comes in. They they win the game in Phoenix. And game six, they go back to Milwaukee and they win it. Giannis put up a hell of a show going to the free throw line 18 times, going 16 out of 18, which that's pretty crazy, you know, for me to even say that because we're so used to seeing Giannis going, you know, a, you know, 10 for 18 or just freaking, you know, 9 for 18. It's just crazy to see that this man has came back and did that. So, Giannis scoring 50 points and going 14 rebounds. I mean, that's just historic numbers. And he also had five blocks as well. That's historic numbers right there. And we got to give props where props are due. Um, you know, Chris Paul, he took over. But you know who I'm really disappointed about was Devin Booker. Again, I said this last episode, the three-point shot, it needs to go down for Devin Booker. After game two, after games one and two, Devin Booker just hasn't been the same. His three-point shots, he's either been making one or two, but last night, he went 0 for 7 from three and 8 for 22 from the field, only scoring 19 points. Chris Paul, however, had, you know, 20-plus points. And did what he could to help that team win. Jay Crowder, he was making threes late in the fourth. But it wasn't enough. Drew Holiday, he came out to play for Milwaukee. Chris Middleton, I mean, this guy's been closing the past two games out crazy. He's just been closing. And more importantly, the entire season, the entire series, Chris Middleton has just been doing his thing. And God, I'm impressed by this guy. For Giannis and Chris Middleton to come together, in the same draft in 2013, you know, being eliminated, being one of the last seeds in the Eastern Conference Finals, to eight years winning, the same duo, bringing no superstars, bringing only Drew Holiday in. You know, it's a Brook Lopez. He's not really, he's not really an All Star anymore, but they brought in Brook, they brought in Drew Holiday. It's pretty impressive to see that team win without having a quote-unquote superstar going in there and becoming a big three or just a, a super team, if you will. 
I see that team as, you know, Giannis and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Yes, that is a sort of a big three, but it's not the big three that we picture like the Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, or like the Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosh, or even in today's time with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty impressive to see Milwaukee win and just winning without having multiple superstars on one team. It's just one of Giannis. And I could say that Chris Middleton is an all-star. He's not a superstar. He's an all-star. Drew Holiday, he's also an all-star too, but he's not a superstar. So props to Milwaukee. I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them winning their first championship since 1971. And Phoenix is still searching for their championship and for them to win it. But it's okay. I, I know it's going to come. You know, whether Chris Paul comes back to Phoenix or not, which I do believe that he will not come back to Phoenix, I think he's going to end up going to L.A. or to the New York Knicks. Phoenix will be back. To the NBA Finals, I'm not sure, but they will be back. That team is good. They're young. DeAndre Ian is there. Devin Booker is there. Let's see if Jay Crowder stays. You know, Bridges is also there. I think the team is still young. They still have a chance. They're just missing a couple more pieces. That's it. Giannis is just, he was just too dominant for them. Too dominant. Um, Chris Paul, as soon as I saw this game, the head referee of Scott Foster, not sure if anybody knows who he is, but Scott Foster is one of the NBA referees. Um, typically, he he's one of the head referees for the NBA Finals. And for this game six, he was going to be the head referee. Now, the record that Chris Paul has when Scott Foster is the head referee before this game was 0-12 and now it's 0-13, I said to myself, damn, can Chris Paul really break this curse? And it's not like it's Chris Paul's fault or whatever, but I just knew that the fouls were going to go towards Milwaukee's way, and you saw it. I mean, damn, for Giannis to go to that free throw line, yes, he's fast, yes, he's strong, but 18 times at the line, that is crazy. That is so crazy. Literally 16 out of the 50 points that Giannis had came from the free throw line. You know, for 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 the Phoenix, I was really upset because the past two games, DeAndre Ayton has been in foul trouble. And it seems as though Milwaukee figured that out early on that if they were to get DeAndre Ayton into foul trouble, that Phoenix is going to lose a game. You look at it like this. Ayton had to leave in the middle of the third quarter on game five because he was in foul trouble and he had to leave with four and a half, five minutes left into game six going into, well, while in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, he comes in when there's about eight minutes left in the game. Drake, Jay Cow, Jay Crowder, excuse me. He leads the team with 13 rebounds as a small forward. Not say there's anything wrong with that, but when you have a big guy like DeAndre Ian, that's his job. His job is to be the double-double guy or to get those eight-plus rebounds, 10-plus rebounds a game so you could be dominant on the offensive and defensive side. That didn't happen, and I think, you know, I give kudos to Milwaukee for figuring that out, winning four straight games. They were down 0-2. Everybody was writing them off, including myself. I was and you know what? I think Phoenix, they're going to win this game. Uh, they're going to win this series, and that's it. But when going into game five, I told you guys, whoever wins the game five 
will win the series. Phoenix needed game five. They needed to win. They needed to win game five in Phoenix so they could take it in game six. They had no energy left. They just looked tired. It's okay, though. They'll come back. Milwaukee, congratulations to you guys. Giannis is going to, you know, party it up and do whatever he does. You know, maybe, you know, and the fact that Devin Booker has to fly in the same plane as Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday going into the Team USA Olympics. I mean, damn, that must kill him, too. You know, after the game, you see Devin Booker say, damn. The camera zooms in on Devin Booker. He's looking at them celebrating, and he just says, damn. Because he knew he had the opportunity. He was up 2-0 in the NBA Finals and lost it. And it it is upsetting, you know, especially when you're young and 24 years old and, you know, not too many people are the age of 24. You know, people in general don't even get to see NBA Finals or get to win one. I mean, you have some great players who have been very close to winning the NBA Finals or just being in the NBA Finals, but they just don't get it. For instance, you have Chris Paul. Look at him. This is his first NBA Finals. He lost. Russell Westbrook, he was back there in 2012. He lost it. Allen Iverson was there in the early 2000s. Barkley, Patchy Ewing, Harden. I mean, you have all these great players, but... You know, if if you look at the pattern of those players, they were young and they lost. And that's my fear for Devin Booker is that this is going to be his only chance unless he goes to another team and creates a super team to win it. And I really hope Devin Booker gets back there because he is he's not a scrub. He is not a scrub. Best believe that he is not. But he definitely needs to figure it out and try to recruit and bring other people in. Cause I'm telling you right now, Chris Paul is not going to be back at the Phoenix suns next year, unless they're offering him a shit ton of money, which I highly doubt he'll still take because I believe he's going to go to New York Knicks, finish out his career there, or he's going to go to LA with LeBron and become the point guard over there. Because let me tell you something. The Lakers are going to do one of the two. They're going to get Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. You know, they're going to do one of the three. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, or Chris Paul. My bet is Chris Paul, he's going to finally say to himself, damn, you know, I took a team from, you know, you look at the past two teams he played on. He played for the Thunder. The team was projected of 0.07% of making the playoffs, and he takes them to the fifth seed and to make the playoffs. That's hella impressive. That is really impressive. And in this year, he takes the Phoenix Suns, who went 8-0 to end off the NBA season bubble last year. Without Chris Paul, he goes in and says to you guys, says to them, we're going to win this. And he not only did he beat the best of the best, I mean, he beat Nikola. You know, he, he took down... He took down LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis played a couple games, but they still took him down. It's impressive. This guy's going to end up in L.A. or New York. He's going to take that big-time money because, let me tell you something, the Knicks, they made it to, you know, they had a hell of a run this year in the playoffs. They're one or two pieces away from becoming one of the top teams in the NFC, in the um, Eastern Conference. Trust me when I say this. He will be back. 
and he will be back in either New York or he's going to be back in L.A. I do not see him retiring this year at all. And, you know, Monty Williams, head coach of the Phoenix Suns, I got to give that man props. It is very impressive what that guy did this season, taking a team that, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year to the NBA Finals. And for him to go into the locker room at the end of the game yesterday and congratulate Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, that takes a lot of courage and a lot of grit. And, you know, it's I love it. Monty's just pretty much telling them, you know, you guys did a great job. And I'm happy for you guys. You guys made me a better coach and a better man. And it's true. I really do believe Monty Williams is going to become a better coach. He's going to, you know, he's he's always Monty Williams has great teams, but this was it for him. This team right here was a great one. And I do believe that the Phoenix Suns, they have a chance to become a great team next year, even without Chris Paul, because of Monty Williams. What he did in that locker room yesterday was pretty damn impressive, and I loved it. And to end this segment, I got to say this also. I saw a picture yesterday, and I remember the first tweet. I remember this. Giannis, let me find this tweet right now. Giannis tweets out to Kobe Bryant. I don't know if you guys remember back, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, when Twitter was, you know, Twitter was, you know, very popular. People would tweet out to, you know, Kobe Bryant because they saw him growing up and that was their idol. And they would ask him, what's my Kobe challenge? And Giannis on August 24th of 2017 tweets out to Kobe and says, still waiting on my challenge at Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant then replies and says, back in August 27th, August 27th of 2017, he replies to Giannis's tweet and says MVP. Then in 2019, Giannis wins MVP and Kobe Bryant tweets out, my man, MVP, greatness, praise emoji. Next up, championship. Hashtag Mamba mentality. And if you saw in the interview yesterday, Giannis says to, you know, everyone, I completed what Kobe wanted me to do. And that right there, I can honestly say is, wow, very powerful because he literally, within those four years, he's literally done everything that Kobe Bryant wanted him to do. Win MVP, win defensive player, you know, win the NBA championship, and he's done it. Giannis is making a great resume for himself for the future Hall of Fame whenever he retires. He's 26, still young. I believe he still has another 10, 12 years in this league of pure dominance. But the Hall of Fame is definitely calling his name because this is a hell of a player. And I can't wait to see what Giannis's future holds in Milwaukee. Or if he even goes to another team. I doubt it. But, hey, you never know. People change and... You know, he wins a championship. You know, when he first got drafted, people were saying to him, are you going to leave Milwaukee? And he says, I'll leave Milwaukee when (laughs) I win the NBA championship. And, hey, he won it. So there's nothing else he has to prove. He stayed loyal to the one team, and he wins it. So 
Let me know what you guys think about the NBA Finals. Uh, once again, our Instagram page is at Sports Room Podcast. Our Twitter handle is the Sports Room underscore. And we also have the Facebook group of the Sports Room. If you guys have any questions or if you guys want me to talk about anything else in future segments, please let me know. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day or night. Thank you.